You are listening to Let's Talk Trio on podcast. Keep up with the latest episodes by downloading the Podbean app or stream episodes via our social media accounts. Search for Let's Talk Trio on Facebook or Instagram. This episode is sponsored by Student Access. Student Access, the leader in Trio software. Student Access is an online database solution that allows Trio programs to track their students' information, connect with students by text messages, streamline the APR, and work from anywhere, all online, with automatic updates for changes from the Department of Education. Their technical support team includes former Trio staff and has over 50 years of combined experience working with Trio. Make it easier to focus on your priority, the students. For more information and to request a free demo, visit their website at www.studentaccess.com or call them toll-free at 1-800-801-1232. That website again is www.studentaccess.com or 1-800-801-1232. Be sure to share your favorite episodes on your social media by tapping that share button. This is a great way to support the podcast. Now here's your host, Juan Rivas. Thank you, Emilia, for that wonderful introduction. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Let's Talk Trio. In this episode, we have Jessica Alvarez Trujillo, who is here to talk to us about her upward bound experience at Clovis Community College. She currently serves as a as a pro rep for Vivint Home Security. It was really fun having Jessica on the podcast. We were able to reminisce about a lot of the things. So I was the uh, academic coordinator for the upper ground program at Clovis Community College in Clovis, New Mexico. And we were able to talk about a lot of things, uh, not only about her, uh, you know, her upbringing and, and her experiences with the upper ground program, but a lot of her experiences uh, post the upper bound program. So you'll get to hear in a minute. Uh, those experience. So it was such a it was such a pleasure and such a joy to have her and and to reminisce uh, about the Upward Bound program. Remember, listeners, if you'd ever like to be featured on Let's Talk Trio, get a hold of us by going to our Facebook page and send us a direct message. That also works for Instagram. A huge thank you to Student Access for being our sponsor for today's podcast. And remember, you can donate to Let's Talk Trio via Patreon. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Countdown five, four. Three, two, one. My guest on the podcast is an alum of the Clovis Community College Trio Upward Bound program. She graduated from Clovis High School in Clovis, New Mexico in 2010, attended New Mexico State University for a semester, returned to Clovis to work for the Clovis News Journal, also now known as the Eastern New Mexico News in 2012, worked her way up, earned Employee of the Year in 2013, and left Clovis News Journal in 2016. She married her partner, Jackie Alvarez Trujillo, lives in Abilene, Texas, and works for Vivint Smart Home. Jessica, welcome to the podcast. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Gosh, we were just reminiscing earlier, like it's been 10 years since we really formally talked. I think being on Facebook is is something different. Like you get to every now and then drop a note and say, hey, how's it going? But uh, now actually getting to see you, like this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. You've done a lot and you've done well. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I think 10 years ago, I was still trying to just figure out who I was in in this Mm -hmm. crazy life. And and, uh, the influence I got from you guys from Trio was definitely a big help and kind of finding myself. I think when I 
was with you guys. I had long hair and you know. And oh my I, gosh! Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all gone. No, oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. So for the audience, uh, Jessica used to have very, very long hair, and it's yeah. very short, pulled back, but short. And uh, you look great, by the way. Thank you. So, I appreciate. It. Yeah, recently I've had a quarantine craziness and decided to bleach it. So that's oh my gosh, yeah, so how, how how are you handling this whole uh, COVID nineteen pandemic craziness that's going on? Um, it's been crazy. It's been hard not being able to go and like see my family. Like I actually recently got to see them though a couple weekends ago. Um, but it was hard not going to see like my mom, my grandma, my brother, uh, mm -hmm. with them living, still living in Clovis, their protocols were a little bit different out here in Texas. Yeah. Um, my day to day life never really changed much just because I was still working. Um, mm -hmm. I was considered an essential employee because of what I do do. Mm -hmm. Um, but as far as like, you know, not, not really going out much or, you know, going, to just walk around Academy or Lowe's or, you know, however we would, we would spend our free time sometimes. Um, but it's been nice just kind of being at home. I think we needed a, a pause in the, in the life. Um, all of us, not just myself and my wife, but just to kind of to see and slow down and actually take a deep breath and look at what's around us and appreciate what's around us. Because I felt like people were just constantly go, 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 go. And, um, and it's kind of been nice to see, you know, families and, and, parents you know paying attention more to their kids as far as like schoolwork or actually doing activities with them um we've been trying to find swimming pools out here and they are sold out everyone has bought a pool um so that's it's pretty nice it's pretty cool to see it because yeah. I mean, it's it's we know hopefully it's it's the parents and families and they're doing things and they're being more interactive and i think that's the, that's what the world needed was just a pause and a deep breath to take a look at everything absolutely i think sometimes we forget to take that pause and to reflect right to take a breather and really appreciate the people that are around you and the family that you have and it has been a crazy experience right the, the for those who had to self-isolate and then you being an essentially employee you had to go to work how was that experience like um it was okay uh, of course you know we were we had to wear gloves and masks and and shoe covers and stuff we had to ask with my job, I go to customers' homes and I work on security equipment. Mm -hmm. um, I install it. I, I do all this. So, you know, we had to go and ask these questions and make sure, you know, we weren't being exposed to it and the customers were taking the steps as well to keep us safe. Um, it was, it was kind of crazy because it's like you're entering this person's privacy. You kind of have to dig a little bit deeper to know. Um, but I mean, it, all in all, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of, how do I put it? It, it's kind of made us be more personable with our customers as well. Um, it, it was something more, I've had so many customers that were like, Oh, you know, you don't have to wear a mask. And I'm like, no, it's not only for my safety, but for yours as well, because I'm going from house to house, you know, mm -hmm. three or four houses in a day. I don't know who, who they've been around or, or, or right. you know, who, what they've been exposed to. So I didn't, that was my biggest worry was making sure I wasn't being a carrier um, of this virus, uh, 75% mm -hmm. of my customers are roughly older, um, mm. people. So that was, that was to me was a little bit scary, but I made sure I did what I needed to do to take precautions and Absolutely. keep myself self and my customers safe. But yeah, it was, it was weird. It was definitely, a something out of a movie. You don't, you don't think he'd live through that. And yeah. <laughs> now, you know, it's something we get to tell 10 years from now, hopefully we, 
it's just another story to tell. So yeah, I find it interesting that you described it. It's kind of like a scene from a movie, right? When you're going out grocery shopping or you're going out and about, and uh, I think it was mid March. I know for us for in Fort Collins, like the town was basically dead. Uh, was it yeah. kind of like the same way for you? Um, yeah, there were some places uh, that were pretty much dead, but I mean, for us, like Walmart and Lowe's were still open. Um, and it Lowe's was extremely busy, which was super odd. Uh, wow. But it kind of made sense because you know people were actually off of work and mm-hmm. they actually got to do like the things to their house they wanted to do. They have time, so. It was kind of a weird situation because it's like, guys, why are y'all out? Why are y'all doing this? But at the same time, it's like they they weren't stopping everything. And yeah, fortunately enough, you know, we we weren't exposed to it. We weren't sick, and and oh, good. it's it's life is kind of going back to a normal out here in Texas, yeah. um, in Abilene, where I'm at. Um, you know, restaurants and, and businesses and bars are starting to open back up. So it's it kind of feels like it's going back to normal, but it's definitely going to be a different normal a new normal i guess if that makes sense um, absolutely yeah with how we're going to handle things from here on out that absolutely that totally makes sense because right we're expecting possibly a second wave of covid19 yes. in in the fall and so people are being super cautious and yeah you're right this is a new level of normal for us uh how so how have you and your family been handling like uh you your spouse and uh, your family in new mexico um it's been hard. My my mom, and my stepdad, we're, we're still been working. Um, you know, they go to work every day and, and do what they need to do. My my stepfather, he's a he works for the Clovis Police Department. Um, my mom works for I don't know what they're called, but they work with the city and stuff. So their day to day life really didn't change much. But of course, you know how to wear masks and things like that. Um, unfortunately, my wife was one that was laid off due to her job. Yeah, uh, but it was we we did good. We we with my job, thankfully, you know, and and the COVID nineteen help. Uh, you know, she was able to get our unemployment. That that did help. It it wasn't anything like, oh man, like what are we gonna do? We're gonna struggle. And thankfully, um, I grew up in ten years, and I realized, <laughs> and I've, I've learned how to save money, and I've there learned how go. to put things aside for emergencies. Very so good. It it came in handy when it needed to. But um, she actually recently went back to work. Uh, it's been about a week now. A uh, full week, she's actually been back at work. So, oh, um, good. and they're taking their precautions as well. And, sure. you know, they got to wear masks and gloves and all this. So she works in re- retail. So it's a little bit more harder for her to kind of control her environment as opposed to me. Right. I'm going to one house with, you know, so on and so forth. But it's, yeah, we've handled it pretty well. That's um, good. We've definitely grown to be homebodies. So we don't like doing <laughs> it. <anymore. laughs> we don't want to go out. We just stay at home. Right. Uh, so because, the pandemic and everything. I know that you 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 were an essential, uh, still considered an essential pl- employee, and you have had to go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but has I know that you've taken time to kind of do a pause and reflect. Have you had to pick up any new skills or any new uh, things, any hobbies that you've learned from since mid March? Um, I've just been real, real. Hot, well, not really. I kind of just real kept to myself. Um, okay, I did. I did pick up playing Fortnite in November, so that's kind oh, of really? thing. And video games, Call of Duty, <laughs> right FIFA. On. So that's, yeah. that's kind of what I do. I I stick to myself. I'm actually in my little game room now. Uh, we're redoing it. That's what I've been doing. I've just been real trying to find a little task to kind of keep me busy. But I okay. I work four days, ten hour shifts, sometimes longer. Just depends on the job. So 
I mean, I, my days off, I still, you know, clean the house, do the yard, do what I need to do at home. And, you know, it's one of those things I'll pick up a book once in a while and I'll read here and there. So <laughs> right um, on. definitely spend a lot of time watching HGTV trying to figure out what I can do to my home. And yeah, it doesn't always work out that way. But. <laughs> so, so you picked up HGTV and, and now you're yeah. picking up some ideas for your house, right? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, it's been 10 years since your high school graduation. Uh, I know that it lands differently for a lot of people. How's that landing for you knowing that it's been 10 years? Um, it's a little surreal to tell you the truth. Um, I've grown so much in 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it. I've graduated with 17, 18. I was my senior year. Um, not only was I finding who I was, I was also finding myself, mm-hmm. um, being a part of, of the LGBT Q plus community. Um, mm-hmm. At the time, it was it was kind of hard uh, to figure out who I was and, and and to how to express that and how to fight that. Um, but now, it's it seems like a lot of other people have grown as well, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of people have come more to accept that. So it's my life has definitely become a little bit easier as far as that that point. Um, I've always had teachers say, you know, the older you get, time's going to go faster. And I didn't believe them. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know. And here I am 10 years later, I'm going, holy cow, I already got to go back to work, you know, day after tomorrow. I'm like, what happened? It was just Saturday, you know. So it's definitely very surreal. Um, Time has just gone by so fast. It doesn't feel like it's been 10 years. Right. As soon as, uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's super crazy. I mean, my little brother's already graduated, you know. Oh, my gosh. No way. He's already graduated? Yeah. He graduated uh, 2013, as a matter of fact. Oh, right? he my gosh. He was part of trio as well. Yes, he was. So, oh, my goodness. Yeah. I'm trying to wrap my mind around that. Yeah, he's he's been graduated now, and, and it's just so surreal to see. Just it, it feels like everyone we grew up with, in a way, is kind of adults now. We all have our own yeah. life. We're married with kids, and it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> You're married now? Wait, you got a kid now? What's, I don't understand. What's going on? Like, everyone's working. Everyone's doing good. I still keep in contact with a handful of people from, from high school. So, you know, like yeah. you said, Facebook, social media has definitely been a uh, kind of thing to tie everyone together. And it, and it kind of came out around the time I was in high school, you know. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Facebook was starting to kind of come out. So it's been real cool that we've still all connected. And I still actually have majority of uh, the people that were in trio with me as well on Facebook oh, that's and, good. you know, yeah. see, get to see their accomplishments in their life. And, and it makes me feel good. Cause it's, it's like I said, we all grew up and it was, it was nice. We've all grown up and learned and, but yeah, very, very, very surreal. Very, very surreal. Yeah. So full disclosure to the audience, Jessica, Jessica and I go way back to her days in the upper bound program at Clovis community college. And those were very interesting days. I will say. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think y'all, we were the first, uh, yeah, you were. Program, so we, you were it was yep. definitely a learning uh, adventure for all of us. Absolutely, it really was. I think you were the the very first ones. Uh, I was telling Nicole, you were in the very first group that applied for this upper ground program. It was it was brand new. It was introduced mm-hmm. to Clovis Community College, and uh, Ashley, Amanda, and I were out there trying to recruit new students. And uh, we, I remember meeting you and and bringing you on board. I was like, wow. The, the energy that y'all bring to Upper Bound, it was just something different. You know, it was, it was definitely yeah. a, uh, a blessing to be around. And um, 
I kind of want to get it from your perspective, though. So take us to the beginning, Jessica. Share with us a little bit about your life growing up before Upward Bound and, um, yeah, the lead up before that. Yeah, most definitely. So um, I was very fortunate. You know, I I had a pretty good life. Um, My parents roughly split up. I was about 10 or 11. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it was just me, my mom, my little brother. And and, uh, that was kind of tough going through that. just because with me being the oldest, I got to see a lot of things that I understood a lot more. And my brother, with him being still pretty little, you know, it, it was a little bit different for him. But, I mean, we got through it. Uh, I started working when I was about 13. Um, and so that's, I was like, hey, I like working. I, I realized I can make money. I can kind of get get a, get the stuff that I want. You know, I was helping out my mom and, and, and kind of doing that. And, and um, I mean, it's, it's kind of it. I, it was... It was a little hard um, with certain things with, with, with my parents. And like I said, I was older, so I got to see a lot of different things. But I, I learned a lot. Um, I, I saw my older cousins, you know, graduate high school and, and go to college. And I was like, okay, you know, got to go to college. That was kind of like what you were taught growing up. You know, you go to, you go to school, you graduate, you go to college. Like that's, that's the best, that's the biggest, best thing you can do after high school. And, um, so that was kind of always the focus, you know, seventh, eighth grade, you're like, all right, you're getting close to the high school. It's time to figure out what you want, time to, you know, do what you do. And, and I was actually in a program in, uh, junior high, which is Gaddis Junior High. Mm-hmm. Um, the original one, uh, <laughs> the original Gaddis, the newer one, the original <laughs> Gaddis. Um, <laughs> there was, there was a trio program there that I actually did. Um, and I believe me and Nicole were in it. And that's kind of what funneled it, funneled us into the upward down program. Um, which was like after school tutoring and extra help if we needed it. And then we could also help other students that needed it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's something, you know, that, you know, was like, Hey, this is going to help you, you know, the whole college thing, the whole school thing. So we, I went, I did what I needed to do. Um, I was very in, in love with band and music. So that was kind of my direction is what I wanted to go. And, and, uh, if memory kinda, serves, you were a percussionist. There. If memory yes, serves me, yes, yeah, 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 okay. Um, yeah, I was on the drum line. And that's something that you did uh, as you entered uh, high school. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but uh, keep going. No, Sorry. you're good. No, no, I would say it was just kind of just one of those things. And, you know, freshman year hit, and I was like, all right, it's time to hit the ground running and, and keep going. And I just took the lessons that I've learned from growing up and just kind of applied those to my life and, and looked at the mistakes that I've, I saw adult because adults so i'm adult adult now that like they made and i tried to make sure i didn't repeat those mistakes and yeah and uh so definitely it was it was i i was very fortunate to have those around me my friends and my family to support and, and push me and and to keep a steady head and to keep me going um because i guarantee i i went to to school with kids that didn't have that yeah and um you know and I was actually still friends with them. I was friends with everyone. I never singled anyone out. I was never part of any kind of group or clique or anything like that. I was friends with, with everyone. And, and it's kind of, it was kind of hard to see those, those friends kind of fall off or, or drop out of high school or, or things like that because it's like, dang, you know, like I wish they had someone had to influence them a little bit more mm-hmm. than, you know, hey, why don't you try this? Why don't you do this? Cause, and it was, it's just hard. It's, it's just hard growing up seeing that grown up but i was very fortunate enough to to have someone to uh whip me into shape and keep me going that's good so 
was college something you you wanted to attend or like you like you said alluded to earlier it seemed like family was pushing it society was pushing on on you so did, did it feel like you needed to go to college um yeah it was definitely a need uh for sure and that was something at one point in my life that i did want um i actually originally wanted to attend texas tech university um unfortunately my act and sat scores missed it just by a hair uh and then I started reading up on New Mexico State University. So their band was actually what caught my attention as well. Um, and that's kind of another road I took and to attend. Um, I was very fortunate again to receive a scholarship um, through music for them. Um, was, it wasn't a full ride. It was a very small one, but still very fortunate. And uh, that's that's kind of where that went. And when I attended, you know, I was like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm in college. You know, I do this. I lived in the dorms. And then I got my schedule. And it was tough because at the time in high school, I was living on my own already. Um, I turned 18. About a month later, I moved out. And I was living on my own. And so I was supporting myself. I was working. And I get to college. And it's kind of like I'm, I have you know, class starting at 7 a.m. and band practice ends at 9. And it was like I didn't have an opportunity to work. And so it was kind of back to that, hey, mom, I need, can I borrow some money? And at that point in me, and I was like, yeah, I can't do this. Like, I can't depend no. on my mom because I was working since I was 13 and being on my own for a year already. I was so used to having that kind of independence and, and not having to depend on other people to help me. Um, and that's kind of what led me to the dropout um, after a semester. Uh, it was just, just wasn't what I expected, um, at the end of the day. And it was just really a lot. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I can, yeah, I can always go back and, and you know, and, uh, I, I dropped out and I've, I've done good for myself. You know, I, I have a very good job. I have, you know, I have a home. I have, you know, I'm, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like you growing up, you always say, Oh, well, if you don't go to college and you don't get a degree, you're not going to have a good life. And it's like, that's not always true. Like you can, sure. you can still, you know, and not go to college and still have a good life. If, as long as you know, when you have that mindset to keep going and keep pushing. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and I do think about kind of going to school sometimes. And then I, I see friends that are still in school or, you know, even Nicole, uh, her in school. And she's like, Oh, I got finals. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't miss it. I'm good. I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep doing what I'll do it over here. I'm okay. I don't yeah. want to stress. I don't want to, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I think about it. It sneaks up on me once or once or twice here and yeah. there, but I, well, I like where I'm at in life. Yeah. I'm glad that you're thinking about it. And that's still in the back of your mind as something that you possibly may want to go back to. Uh, but I, I did want to get to the part of how did you find out about the Trio Bound program and how did you eventually join? So I believe I found out through the Trio Bound program through the um, tutoring service that I was going to in junior high. Uh, mm -hmm. It was through Trio through East New Mexico, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and Nicole, I think, was was one of the ones that said, "Hey, they're doing Upper Bound, you know, blah, 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 let's let's see what's about." Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think I took some stuff home to my mom or it was like an open house or something at the high school. And we went and checked it out. Um, I believe Ashley started talking to my mom. We all started talking. My mom was like, okay, like, is this something you want to do? I think this would be good for you. And I was like, yeah, you know, let's, let's see what it's about. And, and, uh, it was just one of those opportunities that 
that I was fortunate enough to have in my school and my community that I could utilize to get where I needed to get. Yeah. Um, and, and it was, it was great. I loved it. And, and, and I feel that's how it was. I think it was really an open house. Like Nicole was telling me about it. And it was just one of the yeah. things where it just, it happened and it, and it worked out great. And I, I've learned so much from you guys and, and that experience. And I'm definitely proud to say I'm from Trio Upper Bound uh, program. And, you know, that's awesome. I, I may not have graduated college, but hey, I'd, um, I've done something and I'm proud of it. So, absolutely. I think once in Trio, always in Trio, I think is the saying goes sure. with the Trio yeah. program. So, uh, what aspects of the program did you find enjoyable and why? Um, definitely, I, I loved how you and Amanda and Ashley were very about us, you know, um, y'all were there to listen. I mean, going to high school is tough enough. You know what I'm saying? Mm, it's, mm-hmm. There's always some other issues and y'all were always willing to, to have an open ear and to listen to us, whether it be about school or family or life, or we just wanted to talk about the bad burrito we got from also at lunch. <laughs> you, were just, you were just always there. Y'all, y'all were always there listening, you know, and, yeah. and it just made us feel like we had a safe haven. We had a safe place to go to. That's awesome. Um, you know, I remember there's, you know, I would have bad days. I would, I would just be, so I would be off. And I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't want to have to deal with any of this. I And y'all would be the one place I would go. And it would just be calming and relaxing and, and I, very helping to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, well, just thank to you guys. I know how to do a resume now. because <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Y'all taught me how to do a cover letter and a resume. And it, it was just awesome that y'all had tools and y'all were willing to give y'all's time away from y'all's family to to help us succeed and to help us be better, not only as students, but as human beings. Um, and, and I definitely greatly appreciate that. And, and I really hope that Trio Upper Brown program is still doing that for students and in, in, in their Absolutely. community. And I hope these kids are taking advantage of it because it's definitely made me a better person and um i definitely appreciate it so there's there's no way i don't think anything i could ever do to pay you ashley around the back because i think what y'all you, did was above and beyond so you I'm living the life you. that you're living jessica is reward enough for us i think uh, seeing you happy seeing you healthy seeing how you're able to take care of your community and giving back that is a it's all a reward in itself and i think uh, i can speak for ashley and amanda that we, that's what we enjoy seeing. And I, and I do keep in contact with Amanda. I hope that she's in contact with you on Facebook. Um, yeah, I see her every once in a while on Facebook. So I right haven't got a chance to, you know, reach out and say hi, but I might after this, I might just go. Absolutely. Bugger. You got it. Yeah. Got it. You got to go bugger. <laughs> Absolutely. So can you tell me your favorite memory as a participant for upper bound? Oh, my favorite man- memory. Um, it was our senior year. We we're graduating. Mm-hmm. And the favorite memory that I I can recall is is how the younger kids, the the younger the underclassmen, mm-hmm. um, I, I can't remember. Was it JT and his sister? I think I don't remember. It was a group of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were like getting ready to graduate, and they were just like, "Thank you guys! Like, thank you for." you know, being, being kind of paving the way for this program because they, they were definitely, you know, grateful for it. And, and I remember kind of always being the big sister of the underclassmen as well, you yeah. know, and it, they knew that if at the end of the day, if they did need anyone to come and talk to, they know they could talk to me and, and, 
and that seeing them graduate and seeing them grow has definitely been the biggest thing for me as well because it's like dang like y'all were young and i remember helping you guys out and i think that was the biggest thing is is we've learned we learned my memory from was just being grateful for for the other students you know to kind of say you know thanks and uh that that definitely meant something to me because i mean i feel like if it wasn't for us i mean there wouldn't be a trio program in clovis at, at the high school and and I know we had our ups and downs with it. Like I said, we were the first class and there, there was a learning process. But sure, we, absolutely. we all figured it out. Like, I mean, we were yeah. a family. You know, what, we're, we're, when are there not ups and downs? And, and uh, it, was, it was great. And that's, that's what I remember the most is, is being able to help the underclassmen and, and letting, seeing them, you know, and telling us, hey, thank you. Like, yeah, they, that's awesome. they were appreciative of it, definitely. So that's my favorite memory. So as you neared graduation from Clovis High School, you must have felt that kind of pressure to choose a college. And you alluded to already uh, earlier in in our conversation of why you ended up choosing New Mexico State University. But can you tell us at least uh, a little bit about that experience that you had from NMSU? Yeah, so it was pretty fun. Um, Of course, like I said, I got to live in the dorms. got to see a lot of crazy things. Of course, a lot of people will say that New Mexico State University is a part of school. Yes, yes, it is. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) Um, No, it it was pretty cool. It was it was awesome. It's a huge, beautiful campus. Uh, Mm -hmm. I loved it. Um, I love the people that I went, you know, had class, but I did make some good friends and and stuff like that. Um, But I mean, it 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 was just. I think it was really just the the amount of, of hours that you actually have to put in. Um, like I said, I had class from seven, starting at seven and band practice till nine. Um, and and it, it was, it was a lot at the end of the day, especially trying to transition from like eight to three kind of school thing, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, I loved it. I, I love the environment. I don't think I've ever, I ever met a bad person or a mean person. Um, even, you know, freshmen being in college, you think, oh, you're going to get picked on or, oh, you're going to get this or, oh, you're going to get duped into doing stupid stuff. And it was like, no, like. The dorm I shared with was um, had a lot of the football players there, mm. and they were real cool. They were real nice. You know, hey, do you yeah. need anything? You know, you need help. You know, yeah. And and it was real cool. It was awesome. Um, of course, my favorite part was the cafeteria. Uh, <laughs> they had awesome food. Um, yeah. Actually, had a um, a lady that worked in there, and she was awesome. She was real sweet, and mm-hmm. and. Um, and she actually, when she found out I was leaving, uh, she actually gave me a gift, and it was a, a an angel. Um, I actually still have it, just don't know where it's at. But yeah, she actually gave oh, me an angel. Amazing. She said, "Here, this is yeah." So it was it was awesome. Like it was just yeah. a great environment. And uh, I mean, I I, I kind of wish I would have stayed, but at the same time, it was kind of nice to find my own path. And, and kind of, yeah, go my way the way I needed to figure it out. But yeah, I loved it. I, I loved it at the university. It was awesome. Right on. It was so cool. And of course, you did find another way to be successful. You started to work for Clovis News Journal. Can you tell us about that experience? Yeah, so uh, that was pretty cool. So a little, little in between the whole college dropout, I did live in New Jersey for a while. Oh, really? Um, and Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I lived in New Jersey for a while, worked up there, and then um, I was like, you know, I'm I'm going to go back home, be with my family. So I went ahead and moved back to Clovis, and I ended up working at the News Journal. Mm-hmm. Um, started out as data entry, uh, just 
um, how they first would build the newspapers is people would buy advertisements, they would write tickets for them, I have to input them in the computer system. Then that would create like an ad, um, and then they would build a paper out of that, like just like a little box. Um, worked for a couple months, and then they started to teach me how to build the newspaper. So I learned how to place oh, wow. the ads, and I learned how yeah. to do this, yeah. And um, and then I would go and help them with like the Sunday classifieds when they used to have the Sunday, the big old thick cell paper, Bob. Yeah. Learn how to use that machine and run it. And so I was everywhere. I was learning everything. I was like, hey, teach me this, teach me this. I was a sponge, and I wanted to soak up everything. Yeah. Um, uh, by that first year coming up, I was running the classifieds department, still doing data entry at the time, and building the paper. Wow. Um, and then after that, that year, 2013, I did, I won the Employee of the Year Award, which was pretty awesome. Um, I'll never forget it because they always give it out at, at the Christmas party there, and I was sick. I was so sick. Oh, no. And the only reason I went to work that day was because I could leave at noon after I was done building the paper. I was like, I'll go in, build the classifieds, I can go home. Yeah. So I was finishing up, and I remember, you know, our HR, Ms. Joyce, she was like, hey, she was like, are you going to come upstairs and, and get a plate, you know, and this? I was like, yeah, yeah, Ms. Joyce, let me finish this. I said, because I'm going to go home. I'll get a plate and go. She's like, okay, well, come on, we're, wait, we're waiting for you. And I was like, why are y'all waiting what? for me? Like, just eat. I'll be there in yeah. a minute, you know, kind of thing. And, <laughs> Yeah. I was like, all right. So I finished doing what I was doing. I went upstairs and I was like, oh, this, I just need to go. Like, I don't, I want to go lay down. And right. they're like, okay, guys, real quick, you know, da 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 da. And then they were like, all right, we're gonna do the end of the end of, end of the year awards. And I was like, all right, come on, guys. I just want to go home. Like, I don't want to hear all this, you know. And they're like, well, the employee of the year. And they were like, Jessica. And I was like, what? Hold on. This is why y'all wait for me. So that was pretty cool. I went home that day. But uh, that's so awesome. It, it was awesome. And then. I just worked my way up. I, I then I started working selling advertising for non, the nonprofit organization um, mm -hmm. Territories, what they call them. Uh, mm -hmm. And I was doing work. Um, got involved in the Clovis Chamber of Commerce. Started getting oh, wow. involved with the community. Uh, yeah. Did some did some work with the Lighthouse Mission, um, which wow. I got really close to them out there. That's really um, cool. And just just kind of worked my way up um, until I left in 2012 or 2016. Goodness gracious, yeah. see, Tom is escaping me. <laughs> I'm flies um, by. Yeah, worked worked my way up. You know, I I learned a whole lot. Um, it, it was sad to see how they had to uh, make it smaller. Um, mm -hmm. You know, from from us printing our own paper there and 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 doing all that for them to no longer be doing that and. Yeah. Now I think they have like two sales reps instead of four and it, it's been really crazy, but it's kind of crazy how it worked out uh, yeah. at my timing to leave. You know, I, I kind of felt like God was kind of saying, Hey, you know, you need to, it's time to find a new venture because this one's going to hit its, hit its time. Um, yeah. But I'll go back and visit the girls, you know, the ones that are still there. And That's good. I'll always, I'll always tell them, y'all still got my job open. I said, I'll, I'll come back and work. Just get my job. But, <laughs> No, it was it was awesome. I loved it. So I that was very very involved in, in the community there at Clovis, and and it felt good. It was real nice. So really cool. It was awesome. So now you live in Abilene, Texas, with your family, and you work for a company yes. called Vivint. Can you tell us about that and what that company does and what your what your position is? Yes, sir. So Vivint Smart Home. Uh, we are one of the leading nations in the company with uh, smart home equipment and security. Um, I am a smart home pro, as they call it. Um, I pretty much call it a technician. Uh, I go and work on security systems, uh, whatever needs to be done with them. I also install them. We do everything from door sensors, window sensors, cameras, indoor and out, doorbell cameras. 
Um, I mean, we just we just have a lot of stuff. I've roughly it'll be three years in August since I worked with them. Wow! And um, it's been awesome. I love it. I drive about an hour and a half radius around Abilene, Texas. Uh-huh. I go I go to Snyder, Brownwood, um, Seymour, which is about an hour away from Wichita, um, San Angelo, uh, Colorado City. Um, I mean, I go to, I go to a lot of places and work and work on homes and help people and. And it's yeah. awesome because I'm from from going to working in an office from eight to five and being around a, a, the same group of people every day and kind of having a routine. It's definitely a breath of fresh air. Um, I see something different every day. Uh, I'm in a new environment every day. Um, I learn something new every day. With working with technology, it's constantly changing. So I'm constantly having to be on the move with it and not get stuck in like this is how it is kind of thing. And I think that's what I love about it the most because it's a, it's a constant change. Every time I turn around, there's there's some new equipment I have to learn how to do or that's awesome. how to rewire something. So it's been awesome. Um, I have, you know, all my equipment, all my, my tools, and I get a little schedule I'm, I'm sent to a, a, a phone. Um, and those are my jobs, you know, for the day. That's um, awesome. Yeah. I, have, I have long days. I have short days, I, you know. So it's it's awesome. And it's yeah. it's been great. Um, I do have a small team here in Abilene, and then we have a, a main bigger team in Lubbock, Texas, and uh, it's been great. I've, I love it. I've grown I've so much. I've learned how to do things I didn't think I would know how to do, um, and it's 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 awesome. And this is something I wish too. A lot of the time, like I I wish I knew there were jobs like this out in uh, when I was in high school. I, I wish it was highlighted a little bit more uh, as far as as jobs like this and. Um, yeah, because it's nice to know things like this, and it's yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool, it's pretty sweet. It's a, it's a pretty sweet job. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Um, so, Jessica, one of my favorite memories with you being the Tree Upper Ground Program is we, we had a bet because mm-hmm. uh, we both love basketball, and I remember in particular that I just still distinctly remember that you love the Boston Celtics. Is that still true? Yeah, they're still one of my teams, most definitely. Uh, top okay. three, of course. You know, Chicago Bulls always growing up as a '90 kid. You have the love for Jordan and Pippen and Rodman, and gotcha. I, I, of course, Golden State Warriors, and I, I'm I'm more of a of a player uh, fan. You um, you follow the player, okay? And, and, yeah, and uh, so definitely Steph Curry's definitely made an impact on how I look at life, and and, and more of a uh, that's awesome a spiritual way uh, as well as <laughs> as that. So. So, but yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm still a Celtics fan. I, All right, I still talk some trash with you. What's so, up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just remember our rivalry. Uh, not, yes. not not necessarily, but uh, in 2008, I remember the Celtics winning against the Lakers, and I had to, if I recall correctly, I had to. You decked me out in Celtics colors, and yeah. I. Yep. That was uh, not a very great day for me, but I'm I, so glad. I remember I had to wear a, a <laughs> Lakers jersey. I have a picture of it still. Oh, yeah, you Facebook. still do? All right. Um, we I might have to put that up for that. There. It's, <laughs> well, it's on there. I'll send it to you, buddy. Please do. Please do. Because I, I, I think it's a Kobe Bryant jersey. I, I, it it is. Jersey. I think it is. There we go. <laughs> it's the only time I wear a Lakers jersey is Kobe Bryant. And then I'm not wearing it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got you. So... To, the, to our audience, uh, Jessica and I are huge basketball fans, and uh, one of the few one of the moments I remember saying is, uh, "You you had uh, said, oh, I, I love the Boston Celtics," and I looked at you and I'm like, uh, "I'm a I'm a Lakers fan," and immediately we had this kind of like, <laughs> "Oh, I don't know." 
But I, I it turned out for the best. Anymore. Yeah, I don't know if we can be friends anymore, Juan. Gotta... <laughs> like, I think this communication is not going to work. Can, um, can we pull the bus over? We were on the bus. We were going somewhere. Yes. I remember Yeah, that. yes. Yeah. Can we pull the bus over so I can walk the rest of the way? I can't be there. <laughs> and I remember that, that that was the birth of the rivalry. And yeah. it's been amazing since. And it's been awesome to catch up with you and still be, you know, face, Facebook friends. I see all the things that you're doing. Um, so what do you see for yourself in the future? Are you still feeling very motivated about accomplishing? If, if it's not college, if it's something else, what, what do you see for yourself? I see a lot. I still feel like the world can be mine. Um, I'm just waiting to hit the lottery. Uh, <laughs> Yo, but, um, put me no, into that it, if that ever happens. Yeah, I, I got you. I got you one. I'll even buy you a brand you. new Lakers jersey. There you Thank go. You. Um, no, it, it's it's kind of been just one of those things. My life has just kind of have has fallen into this path of of I'm doing so great and and how I live and my lifestyle and 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 being you know married to my wife. I I never thought I would see that and. Growing a life and a family with her is definitely one of the main things I'm looking forward to. Um, it feels great that my family is accepting and yeah. that, you know, my mom and, and her parents as well, you know, we can all be together and we can, we can grow forward. And, um, hopefully one day, you know, features, you know, I do, I probably will go back to school. Um, probably look at maybe a business degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my dreams is opening up like a bar and grill type thing. Oh, nice. Um, that is something I always want to do. I love cooking. I love having cookouts. I love having people over. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, we had a barbecue on on uh, Saturday night, uh, oh, and wow. you know we I cooked and and that's something I want to do. I want to be able to share that experience. And I I know food is one of the biggest things to bring people together. And mm-hmm. over time, I've learned that people being together is the best thing you can ever have in your life. Absolutely. Um, and and especially with everything that's going on right now, it's like I I want to I want to be a person to bring that um, into communities and, and, and to share that. Uh, even if, you know, it's over a pizza or a taco or a hot dog, I don't care. You know, I, I want to be able to bring people together and, yeah. and food is the way to go. Um, so that's definitely something hopefully um, I'm able to achieve. And if not, that's fine. You know, I'll, I'll sell plates of food at my house. I don't care. <laughs> it's been done before. I think you're getting um, there and you need to invite me to one of your cookouts at some yeah. point. Yeah. Most definitely. Over, uh, in Abilene. Definitely have to come over. Sounds good. Let, let me know. I'll cook, I'll cook you whatever you want. I'll oh make ribs, God. steak. Oh, you, you you're already I talking my you. language already. So you already know. You already know. There Jessica. you go. Um, Jessica, it has been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Do you have any parting words of wisdom for current students and or staff members of the TRIO programs? Yeah. So um, to the students, guys, just have an open mind and, and, and look at everything at a bigger picture. Don't think you have to go to college. Um, you know, that's what I thought. I didn't. I'm not saying college is a bad thing. It's a very, very good thing. It is it is great. Um, but if you can find what you love to do and, and, you know, definitely one of the bigger things you've seen nowadays is trades. You know, look look into that. Do, do what you want to do. Find your own path. You know, don't be scared to venture off. Um, I learned over time, you have to live for yourself. Uh, you have to do what makes you happy. Um, you know, and it, and it, it, it kind of might hurt some people's feelings, but as long as you're happy, live your life, you know, don't worry about anybody else. Don't let anyone tell you you're not capable of doing things. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a female that's doing the job that mostly males do, you know, Mm -hmm. and don't, don't let that stop you. Don't be scared of kind of grabbing life 
and, and by the horns, as you might say, and, mm-hmm. and just go with it. Just keep fighting, keep pushing. Don't give up on, on what you want in your dreams. Um, for the staff, guys, just thank you guys. Like, you all don't know how much of an impact you can make on someone. Um, just also keep an open mind. And same thing for students, man. Just keep an open mind and, and just remember that everyone's different. Everyone is, is on their own journey and all struggles. So just Absolutely. just be kind to everyone. Just love everyone. Don't just work together. And let's everyone just be trio Oprah Brown because that's one of the biggest things I learned there as well was just everyone is, is the same on going to one goal. And it's not fair for – this person to be mean to me or me to be me to be mean to this person because they're on a different path or whatever. Like just, just keep going. Don't stop. Just, you know, don't think you, you have to, to give up something because someone else says you're not capable of it. Just keep going. Keep going. That's all I'll say. Keep going. I love that. Great messaging there, Jessica. Uh, we, I hope to have you in the podcast again in the future. Uh, and you said you're open to a possible CCC upward bound, reunion uh to have like just an episode dedicated to you all and see how that conversation flows i'd love to see that uh so man we're gonna be laughing the whole time Juan. i don't know <laughs> I, I think it'd be great i think the podcast audience would love to hear from you all because we've got people like uh, representatives and senators and and uh, staff members from all across the united states just listening in so uh listening to you all and your all's energy i think that'll just give them kind of something to smile about and say you know what we are making a difference Y'all are, y'all most definitely are, because y'all made a difference in my life, and and like I said, y'all definitely taught me things that I probably would have never learned, like doing a resume. That's um, awesome. <laughs> but no, like I I appreciate y'all what y'all do. Just keep going, and I hope you know those those senators and and people, you know, listen. Hey, man, keep keep helping this this trio up or down program. Keep giving them the what they need as far as funding or whatever else, and. Y'all are making an impact bigger than what y'all think y'all are. Like, trust me, it's y'all are doing a great job. And I don't think, I don't think I would be where I am today if y'all weren't a part of my life. Most definitely, I can say that. I love that. Thank you, Jessica, so much for being on the podcast. Yes, and definitely, we want to have you back on again. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me, Juan. You're very welcome. Are you a participant, alum, or staff of a trio program? Do you want your program highlighted? You or your program could be featured in an upcoming episode of Let's Talk Trio. Get a hold of us by going to our Facebook page or Instagram and send us a direct message. Search for Let's Talk Trio. We want to get your story to the public. What a great episode with Jessica Alvarez Trujillo, a Clovis High School grad of 2010 and a currently serving as the Vivint Home Security Professional. Jessica, we thank you for being on the podcast. What was unique about Jessica's story is, again, when TRIO makes an impact on your life, not every student is going to go to college. We're aware of that. And Jessica is a great example of how TRIO still made an impact on that student to look at a variety of options on how to best approach their own life and take the best path forward. Things in life absolutely may prevent a student from continuing to go to college or from uh, continuing on in their path of education. But our hope with the TRIO programs is that we're we're helping students build a better path for themselves and identify places for success. I want to thank our podcast team, John Russell, audio engineer and in-house musician, Amelia Castaneda, our producer and marketing manager, Juan Rivas, executive producer and host. Honorary members for Let's Talk TRIO include Scott Kendall, Tony Ho, and Roger Chambers. Remember, you can always donate to the Let's Talk TRIO podcast via Patreon. 
Thank you all so very much for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode.